New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or rehung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. So in a recent tweet from the Trump campaign, they said that everything is uh, running like Death Star, which is uh, something that they said they heard from the media calling it the Death Star. And they decided to run with it, which makes me think, um, I don't know, maybe I'm missing something here or maybe they haven't watched Star Wars because, um, uh, you know, when it comes to the Death Star. Now, this is a spoiler alert. Just letting you know. <laughs> Um, the Death Star, I mean, although it's powerful and, you know, and it did its job, it also blew up twice. highways of america here's the podcast where we talk politics a little entertainment some culture and this and that from the road to your ears this is trend chat with your host brian bledsoe and welcome to another episode of trend chat i am your host brian bledsoe and if you want to connect with us we're on facebook instagram twitter snapchat tiktok it's all the same at trend chat 24 7 so i mean given this is the week of i guess star wars day being may the 4th which actually that was um we were planning to do an episode on may 4th but and circumstances um <laughs> uh, just being on the road and all that but either way it's thinking about what uh, that tweet was and along with you know may the fourth be with you <laughs> but um it just made me think about I, I don't know maybe maybe i'm missing something like i said maybe i'm miss, missing something in that in them going with that analogy but yeah it's um on the surface i don't think it's <laughs> i don't think it's a good analogy to go with and given that they said they got it from the media, 
um, calling it that. Yeah, I understand why the media want to call it Death Star because one, they probably they know about what happens to the Death Star. That's why they want it. They want it to be that way. But uh, anyway, again, this is Trench Chat, and again, my name is Brian Bledsoe. And also, if you want to know, um, I am an ISTJ personality, and also a five enneagram. <laughs> I just want to throw that in there because I. Um, friend of mine wanted me to i guess well wanted me to do the enneagram i never done these tests i did the one the i guess the briggs morris briggs or something that would have the letters in it the is and the e all that and so i i did that a while ago and i remember getting that result it's i mean i don't know much about it but all i know is that those two, so the I N, so so for me, I'm an ISTJ, and so, and when I got that result and saw, you know, about that personality, I'm like, I mean, yeah, that that's that describes me <laughs> pretty well, and then I I did the enneagram and I'm like, yeah, that describes me. I mean, I don't know anything about it. I just did the test, and those were the results. But I don't disagree with um with either one of those so anyway that's just if you want to know a little more about my personality if that helps but um just um given that this has been on the week of may the 4th and i wanted to go down the list of like my favorite star wars films i'm I'm gonna do that later on but i'm just letting you know that's what we're doing no guests for this episode so it's me so it's all me on this one <laughs> don't but that doesn't mean we don't have a lot to talk about i know one thing we're gonna get to um what we did in the last episode we're gonna you know, shout out the areas of the globe that is listening to trend chat as well as in the states but um as i said before it just it shocks me to see especially international viewership uh, listenership not viewership this is, you don't see me unless you go on youtube you can go on youtube and li- uh, listen to trench chat it's just the audio version it's, you know, there's no video of it um just haven't got to the point to where we can do video here in the trench chat studios aka my truck but um <laughs> Maybe one day we'll get a couple episodes on video and see where that goes. Um, Will you actually see me doing the podcast, which I've done like once or twice on Facebook, like in in the beginning. But that requires a lot of uh, (laughs) a lot of connections and Wi-Fi and data and all that where it just it, it didn't really work that well. So we just stopped doing that. But like I said, we we're going to go down that list of people and, and everything, but I want to talk about um, two issues in particular that are really um, uh, trending right now in the sense of, um, so the first one is the, um, the shooting in Georgia of Amu Arbery. I probably messed that up. I apologize if I did. And, um, and if you know a thing about this podcast, know a thing about me in general, 
how I, you know, post and stuff. So I'm not really posting too much about this. I'm, I'm not posting anything at all, really. Um, only because, uh, it, you know, I tend to want to wait for a lot more information to come out. And even in this and me talking about it, I, I'm not going to get too much into it because all I will say is that from the initial um, information and watching the video, a little bit of the, uh, of that, um, it definitely doesn't look um, it doesn't look like it's going to there's not a lot of nuance in this on the surface right now. And it definitely doesn't look good as far as the law enforcement um, in that area in uh, Brunswick, Georgia. It doesn't. Um, and how they were handling the uh, the suspects. And given that it took so long to actually arrest them and and everything that went along with that. So with with all of that, it's definitely not looking good for how they handling it. And, but with that being said, with the video and all that right now, like I've normally do, I don't really want to, I don't want to jump in and just do what a whole lot of people are doing where they're just jumping straight to the worst really. Um, about motivations and about um, the motivations of whether it's of the suspects, the motivations of the police department of the, or the, the prosecutors, DA across the board. Like they just, the, the assumption is to, is to the worst for most people that are posting about this. And as of now, they've, um, the suspects have been arrested and, so from this point, and then I think there's a grand jury going going to be going on, and also with everything with the COVID, there's a there's a delay there as well. But um, just want to see more information, want to get more uh, about this. And but as of right now, from like I said, from what we're seeing at the moment, that it. It kind of looks like a pretty open and shut case in just in from the initial of it. But um but we'll we'll see. And if it is what it looks like, if that is the case, then they should be punished in the to the fullest extent of the law. No, you know. So now that that was one definitely the one that's been um um, in the news, especially at least in social media, um, in the past couple of days, also what's going on in Texas, Dallas, in, in particular, the with the woman uh, Shelley Luther, and making the decision to open her business because, like so many in this country, uh, I mean they get. They can't pay their bills. They can't feed their families. And because, and just like across the, you know, across the country in a lot of places, you have a, 
Uh, these people who are in, th in authority, whether they're governors, uh, mayors, uh, or judges that are using this pandemic to basically just turn themselves into dictators and and try to throw around the power as much as they as much as possible um and using this pandemic as an excuse to to do whatever they want or at least try to and one of these cases with uh with the woman Shelly Luther where she opened up her business or uh, salon and then they shut her down and put her in jail <laughs> for it now she's been released since but um even the fact that she even had to go through this is is insane also i guess a, on a bit of a side note we have all these cities out here that are and these groups are advocating for releasing prisoners because of coronavirus and then we're putting people in in jail for disobeying their mandates about coronavirus. So which one is it? Like, how are you going to have people who have broke the law, whether they're sex offenders or whatever like that, or just take your pick and you're going to decide to release them and then put in people who decide, who just wanted to open their business so they could feed their families. Um, and it's not like they were out there committing arson or murder or anything like that. No, they just wanted to run their business or they just wanted to go to the beach or whatever like that. And they're being treated like they're hardened criminals. So, and also, I never understood the logic behind releasing prisoners in the first place because of the virus. Like, what does a virus have to do with <laughs> um, the crime that they committed? And what they have to do with them leave, having to leave prison, leave the place that they were put in because of what they did. So, if they're in prison... That's because they were convicted or, or whatnot. And so just because a a virus is going on or, or any other, I guess, calamity that is going on, um, that doesn't mean like, OK, well, this is happening now. We're just going to going to release you. What that has to do with anything? Are you continue serving your time? This, <laughs> so I never really understood that logic in the first place. But, yeah, so. Uh, so I, I just wanted to get on, you know, to touch on those two, uh, topics and as well as both. I mean, one obviously is, um, with, um, Mr. Arbery, uh, you know, he tragically, he, he died because of, um, that encounter with the suspects and, and being shot. And so, you know, hopefully Again, with that situation, hopefully that um, if it is what it looks like and if it is what it looks like, like I said, they should they should be punished to the full extent of the law you know, and whatever that is. 
Also, if it's not what it looked like, then we should also try to be objective about it. If if it turns out not not being what we thought it was. Don't know. So we'll see. So just wanted to, yeah, like I said, get the, get that out. Going to um, take a, I guess, a second here and hear from my friends from the Frowning Project. And after that, I guess we'll have our, we're, I guess we're kind of calling this an inventory update in the way of being on the road and everything. So, so yep, all that coming up after our words from the Frowning Project. This is Trend Chat. Hello, Trend Chat listeners. If you like the Founding Project's civics education video series, Civics for All Ages, and our educational meme series, we think you will love our new website. Join us at thefoundingproject.com and be a part of the civics movement. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Please join us today. This is Dana Lash, and you're listening to Trend Chat. All right, so um, so <laughs> I should have had some little sound to play for this because <laughs> I mean, given with everything that's been going on with the pandemic and everything with the you know coronavirus and all that, um, me being on the road—if you don't know—I'm a truck driver, and um, <laughs> that's that's my job. This is what you're hearing right now. This is just this is for fun. So, <laughs> but um. Since then, I guess I've been giving these, I guess, inventory updates. And I should have a little sound like, dun, 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 dun. So, I don't know. That's, I don't know. anyway, but, um, as, um, since the last episode, the only difference I've noticed on the road, cause, um, I think since the last episode, I've been to Michigan, Minnesota, across, across the Midwest and, and whatnot. Um, I think Arizona and whatnot. And um, one thing I've noticed by going mostly to Walmart, I mean, sometimes I I will go to a Target or, or another uh, retail store um, like Menards, I guess, in the Midwest in Wisconsin. And um, I've <laughs> I have run across for the first time, maybe like a couple of days ago, I finally saw hand sanitizer on the shelf. At a Walmart. So, <laughs> um, I shared a post from TikTok um, when I saw it because, and I had like the Prices Right theme playing in the background. At the heart of your job search is a mission for more, more challenge, more meaning. The FBI is seeking people from all backgrounds. Your pursuit for more deserves nothing less. Visit fbijobs.gov forward slash radio. Because I, I felt like a winner for real when I saw that hand sanitizer. Because that was the one thing I didn't already have. Um, 
uh, I guess, well, in stock in my truck. <laughs> because before all this happened, I guess, I guess let me just say this. Before this whole pandemic and, and all this where people were buying all the disinfectant wipes and the disinfectant spray and the hand sanitizer and all, toilet paper and all that, um, I normally kept a lot of it in the truck anyway because that's I just normally keep it on me, like the little travel size uh, disinfectant wipes. I just I've always had those because, again, being a truck driver, going to these truck stops, you know, they, they're not the, the cleanest in some of these um, um, restrooms. Um, and so I just tend to, I just made a, uh, effort just to keep, uh, disinfectant wipes on me, uh, before all this happened. And so when all this went down, I was fine because I pretty much had enough to last for a couple of months. And so, but the one thing I didn't have was hand sanitizer, uh, uh at least a lot of it, at least. Cause I ran out of that pretty fast. Cause I only had like a half a bottle before this happened. So, um, luckily the, the company I drive for, they were providing hand sanitizer. So, um, it was good on them that they was able to give that to the drivers. So I was able to get it from them, um, after about a week or so when all this went down. But anyway, <laughs> I actually saw it on the shelf at Walmart and I was, yeah, like I said, I was, I felt like a winner. Felt like, like <laughs> I hit the showcase. <laughs> But, um, and so I got, well, I can only get one because they had it where you can only get one per, per item. Cause tr trust me, that <laughs> I would have got at least four or five bottles. Cause no telling when I'm going to see that again. That being said, I went to another Walmart the next day and saw some more. Now, all this, what I'm saying is kind of also want to preface this by saying what I've been saying the past, ever since it's been going on. As far as getting some of these supplies that if you're looking for hand sanitizer, disinfectant wipes, all this, the stuff that you haven't been seeing on the shelf, the your best bet is to go first thing in the morning. And so in those in, in the cases where I saw the hand sanitizer, this was first thing in the morning where I saw it. Like they open up six to seven. Um, and so that's your time to go. Cause when I got there, they had they had plenty of it, but people were in the, the aisle grabbing it up. Like I said, you can only get one, but there's plenty of people in there getting one and they were going quick. And this is first thing in the morning. Cause, um, yeah, cause that's, I mean, everyone's thinking the same thing, especially trying to get hand sanitizer in particular, cause you just haven't been seeing it. And I, I would say probably a couple of hours later by 10 or 12, by noon especially it's all of that is gone and so yeah so i would just say again if that's what you're trying to find your best bet is to get there first thing in the morning as soon as it opens to and then go straight to that <laughs> that aisle uh, that being said there is a um you know a chance to get it where later on in the day it just depends on when we deliver um, whatever it is that day, because it's normally the it's between 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. is the like the time when a lot of uh, deliveries are made. So sometimes maybe deliver later in the day. You may get lucky and then all of a sudden you'll see you'll see some of that, you know, some of this stuff on the shelf later in the 
in the day because we just just delivered it later. So, but for the most part, it tends to be in the morning, early in the morning for the most part. So just want to put that out there, let y'all know to make sure y'all try to, you know, if y'all still trying to get, um, trying to get anything any of these supplies, or if you can call it pandemic supplies. So, you know, try, try that. Um, also, if you're in an area that has these, um, uh, um, where they have the uh, elderly people that can shop first, like early in the morning, I think like Dollar General, Walmart are doing that. I don't know if they're doing it every day, but they're doing it at least once a week. So maybe you can just go with grandma <laughs> and, um, and be one of the first to get um, some of this. So, so anyway, I guess this, that is the, the inventory update. I guess it could have put like a little, if I remember before the next episode, I'm going to try to find like a little new sound <laughs> and I'm going to put that in this at the end, at the beginning and end of this. And that's going to be the inventory update. Uh, even though, you know, we're getting somewhat back, you know, some states are, uh, easing up on the, on the lockdowns and all of that. And, and some, and businesses are opening up again. So, um, we're moving in that direction. And, you know, a lot of places, uh, at this point, they're still, you know, some some of these places are requiring people to wear masks in the store. Um, some WalMarts, I know I was in a Walmart in Michigan, and at that Walmart, it's required that everyone wears a mask in that Walmart. I'm guessing it probably has. I wouldn't be surprised. It probably comes from. Um, it's not. <laughs> it's not Walmart saying that you have to. Well, I know it's not. Because the other Walmarts I'm into, they don't require it. It was just in Michigan. So I'm guessing that's coming from the, uh, the government, um, saying that. So, so that's one thing we're, we're, we're looking at as far as with, um, I guess some restaurants are opening up a little bit with, uh, maybe like 25% capacity and all of that. So we're, gradually moving in in the direction uh where um at least where we can get some or at least get business open but as far as everyone getting in <laughs> um putting everyone in like tight spaces and all that or at least getting everyone close to each other <laughs> um uh, closer than six feet we still haven't got there yet still movie theaters and all of that so also, I guess I wanted to kind of get into a couple of things and talking about masks in particular, just because I, wearing a mask is almost is being being considered on like not wearing a mask is like being a sign of defiance in a way and. If you're wearing a mask, then you're considered uh, like you're just a sheep or whatever like that. And I just think there's a lot of miscommunication when it comes to why people why people wear a mask or and or or not. And 
And so we're going to hear a word from Politichicks, and I think we're going to talk about that. And just, uh, yeah, because I, I would say right now, like for me personally, I wear a mask. I don't wear it all the time, but there are certain situations where I do wear a mask. And so, yeah, I'll talk about that. Um, first, I hear a word from Politichicks. Hello, this is Brian Bledsoe, host of Trend Chat, also contributor at Politichicks.com. Here to tell you about the new book called Politichicks, A Clearing Call to Political Activism, with over 300 pages from contributors like myself, talking about topics such as education, social issues, healthcare, the Second Amendment, and of course, activism. I encourage you all to check it out at Politichicks.com, and is also available at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Hey, it's Lawrence Jones with Fox News. Check out Trend Chat with my brother, Brian Blesso. Like I said, um, uh, when it comes to, the, I guess, this idea about wearing masks and everything, for one, there has been confusion from the government about this whole thing about wearing masks. So because of that in- initial confusion about about it all has um, now got people skeptical as far as why they wear masks should they wear a mask or whatnot and it is just now has become um it, it's it's a it's a divisive divisive issue now about about wearing a mask um if you do or not and um like i said i wear a mask i don't wear it all the time because as a truck driver especially i'm not interacting with people especially in closed spaces a lot and I'm, I'm just me on the road and even when i'm going out to some of these um places to pick up it's there's uh, maybe four or five people and we're all keeping our distance and because that's the, the the facility itself is telling having to separate and make sure we're not you know too close and all that so in those cases, I don't really need to have no reason to wear a mask. Only time I, I wear it is when I go like to Walmart or to, you know, like a Target, a retail store that, I don't know, where there is a, a whole lot of people. And even though all these places have these new measures where they're not, um, they don't have everyone in there and they just, it's maybe 50% capacity and they, have you go down the particular, you know, one way aisles and all of this, all of these new measures that they put in to try to keep people, you know, uh, apart from each other. And while they're shopping, even with all these new measures, it's still pretty difficult um, in a Walmart or anything like that to uh, to keep distant the whole time. <laughs> and for one, so. Some people, a lot of people are not even paying attention as far as the whole one way owl, how they got it now. A lot of people not even bothering with that <laughs> and they're just walking. And so it, it just, yeah. So keeping distant in a place like that, it's just kind of difficult. So I, I, I wear a mask even if, you know, they don't have, um, have to tell me that it's required. I'm normally going to wear one anyway, going in, in there. And 
Now, the issue. Now, I guess if you're hearing that and you're someone that don't wear a mask or something like that or, or just I just I guess going out of your way not to wear one. Um, you're maybe hearing this and like, oh, you just believe in what the media says and you're being a sheep or whatever like that. I'm like, I'm, that's all type of stuff I'm hearing about people who are wearing a mask. Now, I would just say this. One, I have no problem with people who are not wearing a mask. That's the, and, and the, that's how I feel about that. So as much as people want to, I guess, mock anyone who's wearing a mask. I mean, I don't care if you don't wear a mask. I'm just wearing one, uh, myself for a, a number of reasons, which I'll get into in a, in a minute. My problem is when you have the government making this a requirement, um, you have some of these governors and mayors and like, like I have no problem with businesses, you know, that's their business. That's if that's what they want to want to do for their customers. And that's, they feel like that's going to keep them safe. That's the best way to keep them safe. If that's what the business want to do, that's their right as a business. You know, if you don't like it, you don't shop there. Um, but my problem is, it, like I said, when it's when it comes down to the government making a, a, a requirement. So now, for me, I'll tell you the reason why I wear a mask, especially in the, in the in those settings. Like I said, I don't wear it in all the time. If I'm walking by myself in you know anywhere out by myself, I'm not gonna wear one. Um, but when I, like I said, when I'm in that setting, when I'm in that place where I could be in a closed area with a bunch of people, I, I prefer to wear a mask for. So one reason is because uh, we don't know the percentage of people who are asymptomatic to coronavirus. It's something I you know, mentioned in the previous ep- episode with Dr. Ball. There is a percentage of people who are asymptomatic. And I, you know, we have no clue how big it is and how small it is. It could be 10%. It could be 50%. It could be over 50% for all we know. Cause there's been plenty of stories out there where you have a group of people or just maybe a county or region or whatever and they're tested and they find out some say in some places it was, I see 10%. It's a low end. And then some, it said like 50%. And we're not going to have this, you know, this number, this, whoever, this percentage, we're not going to have this for a long time for one. Cause if that's like myself, I would like to get tested just to find out if I'm asymptomatic. Cause I, I don't know. I never, I, you know, I could be, and that's the reason why I wear a mask. Cause it, I could be asymptomatic and you can, um, at this time you can't, you can't even test if you wanted to, even if I was able to get to a area that had a testing site and I just wanted to, to be tested just to see um if if i am you can't be tested unless you're showing symptoms <laughs> which that kind of goes against the whole thing about being asymptomatic because you're not going to show symptoms because you're asymptomatic <laughs> but um so you can't even get tested unless you have some sort of symptom so um i'm I would hope that would change where people could just actually, I can understand right now because they want to make sure they won't have enough tests for the people who actually are showing symptoms. So I understand why it is now, but hopefully sooner, sooner down the road, uh, everyone can be, have the option to, you know, to test just to see if they are. So that's one reason why I I wear a mask for that reason. Another reason, um, one, I don't know where you've been. (laughs) That's another, I don't know where you've been. I said, where you, if I'm, if I'm in an area with a whole bunch of people, I don't know where these people been. They may be asymptomatic, you know, or 
or what? I don't know. And um, you don't know where I've been. <laughs> so as much as like I said, I don't know about if I'm asymptomatic and all that. And also, so that's one reason. That's another reason why, because I don't know where you've been. You don't know where I've been. So let's just both just try to keep, keep our distance or, you know, wearing a mask, or whatever, or if you're not going to wear a mask, just keep our distance because we just don't know unless you got a test, unless you've been tested and you know that you're, you don't have it and, or that you're asymptomatic or whatever like that. So, uh, that's another reason. Um, also, Along with the people who are asymptomatic, there's also another uh, issue with that are the people who what you call pre-symptomatic, which the people who may have it, but are not showing symptoms yet because there's a two to 14 day window <laughs> to where you can show symptoms. And I've said before, you know how many people you can interact with in 14 days and just be passing around. But by wearing a mask, you can stop you can slow that you can at least limit the exposure from from coming from yourself so if you're like you know like i said if you're asymptomatic or pre-symptomatic wearing a mask helps as far as um keeping those what you call those droplets leaving from your body or at least from the stuff you touch and all that um if you're wearing gloves or whatever but so those are the reasons why and also I know even talking about, okay, so Seth, if you, if you even, if you contract coronavirus or whatever like that, and a lot of people like, well, one, I'm not going to wear a mask because even if I get it, it's just going to, you know, I'm Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. We live in a world where crime is ordinary, but in the world that ought to be, crime is never excused. The FBI needs experts from all backgrounds to create the world that ought to be. Visit fbijobs.gov forward slash radio. I'm just going to kind of have the flu or feel bad for a couple of days and I'll be okay. And then I'll develop antibodies and all that. And that's fine. And that's probably the case. Most likely is the case for a, a vast majority of people who, who contract coronavirus is going to be either mild and a little bit, maybe moderate, <laughs> but it's not going to be fatal. I will say, well, like, well, it's like 99, 98% of the time. It's not going to be <laughs> that being said, um, that's a, that's a big gap. That's between feeling fine and healthy and death. I mean, <laughs> uh, you can feel really, really bad for a long time. It just depends. Who knows? Uh, just because you don't die, you could just, <laughs> but you could be gravely ill 
which sucks <laughs> for a long time. You don't want that either. Um, but also, I don't think, I mean, like me personally, I don't know how it's going to affect me. I could be on the, I could be to the point to where I'm asymptomatic. Like I mentioned before, I could be where I don't show any symptoms at all, or I could be in the grave. So, I mean, that's where I could be. I don't know. Um, because even if you don't have any of these underlying conditions, you still have cases of people who were perfectly fine that end up, you know, being not only you have some that die, but you also have some that just like were on ventilators and, and, and close to death in a way that were perfectly fine. It, this kind of goes back to the last episode. It, there is a lot of data that needs to be um, found and researched that you can't do in a month. You can't do in two weeks. It's stuff that has to take it years to find out that. I mean, there's so many questions right now about this one. So for the people who are asymptomatic, why are they asymptomatic? Um, what, what sort of people are the ones that are, that are asymptomatic and why are they, you know, while they are not showing symptoms and others are. And so then, you know, all this, or why some people are um, who are, who can who are perfectly healthy, and why are they all of a sudden, you know, on on a deathbed, as opposed to someone that has um, has one of these online conditions? Like I said, there's so much stuff that has to be done in the next years, and not not years, years right now. And so, as I've mentioned before. Unless we're, you know, unless we get some sort of vaccine or treatment or whatever like that, that's, you know, widely available. Um, I think personally, I will say until that point, until we get that, that particular, you know, whatever that's going to knock this out where we can, you know, if we find out that we have it, we can um, go to the doctor and, and, and get treated just like any other disease. Right. Until we get to that point, I would just prefer to wear a mask until we until that point, at least. Because, um, I mean, I guess the question is, so if you if I'm not wearing a mask, I would just this is the question I would have. If I'm if I'm asymptomatic or presymptomatic. Um, and in the meantime, if I'm not wearing a mask. The probability probability of me passing it along to someone else for one but also the probability of me passing along to someone who is higher risk and i don't want to do that i i don't I'll, i don't want to be the reason why someone uh contracted because um i just didn't wear a mask so that's the reason you know another reason and also i don't want to just uh not wear a mask and just don't care about getting sick, even though, even if I know I'll be okay, but I also would have to use up resources. So say for instance, if I contracted it and I would need um, hydroxychloroquine or whatever else treatments that are out there just to feel better. Like I, I won't die, but I just had to get one of these treatments that just, and then I'll be taking up resources for someone else who, who really needs it. And I could have, 
avoided using up those resources by just wearing a mask. So I would rather do this, especially right now, um, in the next couple of months or so, you know, later on, uh, maybe next year, you know, when things are, have gotten better and resources are more, or more available, then, you know, I'll, I'll be more, more comfortable in not wearing a mask because things will be kind of getting back to normal. But <clears throat> so that's, I'm just laying it out there. That's why I'm wearing a mask. And so again, like I said, if you don't want to, that's up, that's your right. <laughs> so I guess my main thing is just, um, kind of, a, you know, for people who kind of just want to, you know, disparage people who are wearing a mask. I mean, yeah, yeah, we do see people wearing a mask incorrectly and all that. And so it's in some cases, I mean, it's funny. You see people in their car wearing a mask where, I mean, it's just you in the car um, or, you know, walking in uh, on the sidewalk by themselves wearing a mask. I mean, that's not time to, you know, and so, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's people not wearing it over their nose. They're wearing it over their mouth. I mean, yeah, there's plenty of things I've seen myself, which are funny when it comes to this. But <laughs> but I understand um, the sentiment behind it. And I think this issue about people being asymptomatic, I think, is not being talked about enough, at least at least to me, at least. Because I think that is the main that's the biggest issue to all of this, the people that are asymptomatic. Because you don't know that you have it and that's the potential of, you know, if you got family, friends who are higher risk and you're asymptomatic and you're not wearing a mask, like you could easily, you know, put them in risk of catching, catching it. So, and, um, I wouldn't want to do that either. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that's that's where I'm at on it. Um, guess you can leave your thoughts. It's something I don't really do that much, which I, I think about, but I never, never actually say if you want to, you know, guess, give me your thoughts on this and guess either send me a message on either platform on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok across there is all at trend chat 24 seven. Um, I guess we can, you know, chat about it there. So, all right, we're going to have another break here. Now, this break is also from the Founder Project. <laughs> and um, just uh, mainly, you know, have one other thing about, I guess, our, <laughs> I guess, um, our nominees in the sense of um, for for president. <laughs> um when I say our, I'm not saying like I'm a Democrat. I'm just saying our as far as the country. Because, um, I mean, I mean, we're going to come back to, we, I mean, what? we're still going to have election. <laughs> so it's, and it's going to be, you know, the president versus uh, Joe Biden. So, so, um, and it's, you know, obviously I didn't, I don't think I talked about this the last episode. So yeah, um, I guess I'll touch about, touch on that. And also, my favorite, you know, the list of my favorite Star Wars um, movies. We're just going to hit on all that after another word from the Founder Project. Hello to fans of Trend Chat and Brian Bledsoe. The Founding Project 
an education nonprofit dedicated to civics, invites you to visit our brand new website. Visit us at thefoundingproject.com. Be a part of the civics movement with The Founding Project. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Please join us today. Hey everybody, it is Chad Prather, host of the Chad Prather Show. You are listening to Trend Chat with my man, Brian Bledsoe. Come on with it. Before we get into everything with um, Joe Biden and stuff and all that, just want let me just go ahead and get to this because so the podcast partners here for Trent Chat, TrumpMud.com, um, Cultural Life, col1972.com, 1776united.com, all of them are contributing right now to um, to help people that want masks, right? And so if you're, you know, wanting to, you know, get a mask, if that's what you want, you can go to, like I said, 1776united.com. They have masks. They have um, what, you, what they call like the, the neck gaiters or the who rags and, and stuff like that. They also have um, on top of patriotic gear and everything that they normally have as well mugs and all that so check them out at 1776united.com and there the code is trend chat you get 20 percent off on your purchase now also cultural life pro-life fashion line that is um which is if, if not if they're not the only one they're they're rare and so you know col1972.com you can check them out they also offering masks as well and also trumpmug.com is also um they also have masks and hand sanitizer in in particular um at trumpmug.com so all those websites if you put in the code trendchat the name of this podcast <laughs> trendchat you can get 10% off at trumpmug.com and also col1972.com you get 10% off on both of those sites so check all of them out Normally, I would play some sort of promo that I put together, but but right now, um, just want to put them all in one because they're also on top of the products that they're already having um, on their sites. They also uh, have added these other supplies for people that are maybe looking to ha- you know to get some masks. So check them all out, and um, I appreciate them for supporting the podcast. So now. Given that some of the states, as I mentioned before, are going back to some sort of normalcy, some sort that hasn't got there <laughs> nowhere close. But um, I'll just say this. I expect the media to just pounce on any drawback that comes from any of these states, especially like, you know, Texas or anything like that. Any drawback that happens, like if there's any any little rise in cases of um, in the next couple of in the next week or so like they're just gonna pounce on that and just say see 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 that's what see that's why we, they, did, they did it too quick and um then everybody just get back in the house <laughs> so 
and that's and yeah. So I I just expect that to happen. One, I expect some sort of increase, just a little bit, only because you're just gonna have more people in an area or wherever. Or wherever. Um, but that unless it's like unless we're seeing like a just a um, a skyrocket <laughs> um, number of cases or something like that. But I would say if there's just one person. Uh, 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 extra just one person increase the media is just going to make it seem like it's like um all of a sudden we have this is the black plague again not the coronavirus this is like this is you know instant death in a way now you know a lot of times i i talk about i, I said the media i don't even just say the liberal media anymore really um even though i, I probably should but the majority of the, of the media is being just so biased and just leaning. Just I want to say lean left, but I mean, it's leaning left and being parallel to just pointing straight left. <laughs> um, I say this all the time and I, I know sometimes I will get comments <laughs> about this because, you know, I will say about how biased you know, Trump, you know, the media is to vilify Trump and everything. And some liberal will be like, like, well, that's what Fox News did to Obama and or whatever like that. And um, <laughs> every time I hear that, I'm like, well, for one. So going by that logic, if that's what you think, and that's and we're just going to go by that. You're talking about one network that was in, in, in your eyes. You said, you know, that's what Fox News were doing. And then, you know, they're vilifying Obama. That's what they did for the past, you know, eight years of his administration and all that. You're talking about one network compared to all the rest who were at the very least passive towards Obama or just actively assisting the administration in in some cases for the rest of the media. That's how they were treating Obama. And you're going to sit there and cry about one network. And so. It just, that's, that's normally my retort. <laughs> Whenever I hear that, you're going to get upset. Now you have Trump sitting there having a majority of the media going just basically, and I'm not like, and we're not talking about being fair towards the president. No, I'm just saying just outwardly, just bias against the president. That's like 90% of the media, if not 95%. And that, and so that same 95% that was just so, eh, like I said, at the least passive towards Obama and or at, at the very at the worst, we're just straight up, you know, basically being his press corps. But and on top of that, so liberals, they own an overwhelming majority of control in the media, entertainment, news media, uh, um, uh, academia. As well as business and everything, you know. And you, and they want to get upset about this one place that is just at the very least, or at least asking tough questions in the sense. <laughs> at, at least. I mean, I know some just say like they just outwardly, um, 
that like they were just going out of their way to vilify Obama or whatever. And and now they're just being a cheerleader for for Trump right now. Let's talk about Fox News. But like I said, you crown over one network <laughs> and you got all these others in your pocket. It's the liberals do you got all these others, you know, will enable news media, New York Times, Washington Post across the board uh, for the most part. But yet this one little network. Yeah. They, OK. Yeah. They're very popular, but it's one network and you getting mad about that and you got all the control over here. So anyway, I sell, I'm saying all that because, um, when the confirmation for a judge, you know, Brett Kavanaugh was going on and there was an allegation from Christine Blasey Ford and, you know, across the media, they just, you know, they painted this picture as far as Brett Kavanaugh and they just, they just ran with that allegation. Just basically accepting it as true. Believe all women and all that. Back then, a lot of us conservatives, Republicans were asking then, so, you know, if this was a Democrat that had some sort of allegations, I'm guessing this, um, they won't feel the same way. Well, so, you know, it was only a matter of time <laughs> that a Democrat would have some sort of sexual allegation on on them, and and here we are. Here we are with, you know, the Democrat nominee for president, Joe Biden, has an allegation. I mean, we're talking about one of the, you know, Joe Biden is like one of the most handsy, touchy people in politics. So, for one, it's not surprising some sort of allegation is out there. Um, it, I'm surprised it took this long, <laughs> but then again, this goes back to the whole media, not really covering or, or not really putting the emphasis on these allegations like they would for a Republican. Cause for one, I'm, I'm pretty sure you probably, you probably haven't even heard. Well, I think they made some, they made some efforts to talk about this. So you probably have heard about the, the accuser her name is Tara Reed. you probably heard it now but man they sure took a long time to, to actually talk about this no it's not like when it was Brett Kavanaugh they was whew, like like Christine Blasey Ford they, they like they had her name all over <laughs> like, they, like she just you know she needs to be heard and they you know they just blasted her name all across the um across the media and everything but when it came to Tara Reed it was it was like pulling teeth to get them again to finally talk about this. So, um, but they have that being said, I don't know if you people who are listening, if, um, if you know, this is like probably uh, like the eighth allegation, uh, uh, towards Joe Biden, um, allegation, like whether, uh, what are we talking about? What happened with Brett Kavanaugh with Ms. Ford and even right now, for one, these are all allegations. So I'm not even talking about whether these are true or not, the validity of them and all of that. These are all just allegations. What I'm talking about is how both were, are covered. So when it came to Brett Kavanaugh, it was taken, those allegations were taken as gospel. 
But now these allegations from Tara Reid about Joe Biden, all of a sudden the media all of a sudden want to want to be skeptical and um, uh, want to show journalistic integrity all of a sudden <laughs> um, when it comes to this. Because the burden of proof seems to be <laughs> seems to be much higher for a Democrat when there's any whisper so any whisper allegation about Kavanaugh two years ago was just blasted. No, I mean you could have made any sort of allegation they would and they would have just ran with it. Well, I mean yes, it's preposterous that you know uh, Brett Kavanaugh was you just take your pick. Just think the the most most insane theory you can think of and. They're run with it, saying like, "Well, it, yeah, it's it sounds preposterous, but it it has a chance that might be true." When it comes to Joe Biden, like, no, 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 like you need video. At this point, you probably need like video evidence uh, with uh, you know uh, in HD video evidence, you know, close up, zoom in, what him holding his social security number, you know, his card, maybe it says the number one or whatever like that. I mean. You need so much burden to prove to try to get them, the media, to even think about the potential, the idea that these allegations may be true. <laughs> so, you know, we're not talking about uh, a potential Supreme Court justice back when we were talking about Brett Kavanaugh. We're talking about someone that's looking to become president of the United States. And yet, again, they're just kind of like, eh, let's, you know, they, like they're really skeptical. And, and it, to the point there was some of them of some people in the media are just outwardly just saying, yeah, it may, it may be true, but I'm still going to vote for Joe Biden because fighting against Trump is more important than, you know, justice for if, if cause they like, they say they believe her but they still going to vote for Joe Biden. So they like, well, I'm sorry, but fighting Trump is more important than your, your allegation. And who can you just imagine if a, you know, a Republican would have said that during, <laughs> during the Kavanaugh, um, debacle and all that going off. But anyway, so that's, um, you know what? Oh, we have reached the hour. But you know what? We're going to get to this. We're going to get to this because it, it is the week of May the 4th. And we're going to do it now, mainly because um, it's not that <laughs> it's not that hard because um, I'm just going to go down a list because May the 4th was on Monday. And I can't play anything about Star Wars because I don't want to get I ain't going to get sued. I don't think I don't think Disney would even care to do that. What they going to get from me? <laughs> But I don't want to get a cease and desist letter. I don't want to have to go back and have to edit this and take the sound out. Know. Anyway, I can't play the Star Wars sound. Dun, 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 dun. And I'm not about to sing it any more than that. But um, so May 4th is considered Star Wars Day. Because, you know, May the 4th be with you. It's kind of like May the 4th be with you, if you don't know. But um, I, I had this list and given with. The most recent Star Wars now is available on Disney Plus, which I've already watched because, yes, I do have Disney Plus. <laughs> and um, and so since 
I guess well that's the last of the star, uh, you know, the Skywalker era um, saga on for Star Wars, at least as far as the um, uh, motion pictures go. I'm just gonna go down the list. I'm not gonna take too much more time on this. Um, maybe one day I will get it into more in depth. Just letting you know now, it, it's it's coming. <laughs> it is coming. We're gonna we're gonna have a in depth conversation about this list probably sometime i don't know it'll be before i'm in the next i don't know next couple months it'll be before it'll be within a year from now let's put it that way (laughs) so it may be around uh, the mandalorian when that um season two starts it'll probably be around then so anyway also let me just say this all the so i'm gonna rank this and so I'm going to rank all of them, the 11 motion pictures. So there's nine films in the Skywalker saga, but there's also two other Star Wars movies that I'm also going to include in this list. So this is the uh, 11 um, top, you know, what well, the ranking for me, for me, this is my list as far as what I think is um, the best <clears throat> as my voice. It's starting to go out. I guess it is time for me to finish. Let me get, let me get to it. So um, at number 11 is Attack of the Clones. Now, it's the my least favorite. That being said, I um, it was my, I mean, it was my least favorite by, by a mile. But as the time passed, it's not, it's not that big of a discrepancy from... 11 to 10 it's still not my it's still my least favorite but i can still watch it and i'm getting more of an appreciation for it now um i just thought it was <laughs> i remember um for a long time i just thought it was all it was boring for the most part and it was just um you know i i it wasn't enough action i guess for me and the story itself it just yeah so that's number 11 number 10 is solo now again i like solo so just because it's number 10 i mean i hate it like some some people just don't like solo at all i like solo it's just at number 10 in comparison to the rest of the movies now okay number nine now to people who are star wars fans this probably would be a very controversial and uh, um uh, number uh place for this <laughs> at number nine but number nine is episode four a new hope yes yes for me it is number nine again i like a new hope just in the in the ranking of all these star wars movies it is number nine in my list so so you're probably listening to this and like well what's where's number one (laughs) or at least what is at the top we're going to get to that um so at number eight I should have numbered this while I'm looking at the list. I just, <laughs> I'm looking at the list and I did, I just noticed I didn't number this, but, um, okay. So number eight. Yeah. Yeah. Eight. <laughs> so at number eight is the Phantom Menace. Yes. The, <laughs> as controversial as that probably is with the new hope being number nine. Yes. I had the Phantom Menace above a new hope. Yes. Um, I really like the, the Phantom Menace. The first thing I think about is the pod race in the Phantom Menace, which 
I know that's one part, but it's also just it's episode one. It is the this is where where it all starts as far as telling you about the beginning of Anakin Skywalker and his, and his journey and all of that. And this is the the start of all that and the introduction of Darth Maul and and showing Qui-Gon Jinn and all that. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Number eight is Phantom Menace. Number seven is Rogue One. Now, I like, you know, the the story about how the resistance, how the rebels were able to get the plans for the Death Star. <laughs> Notice this. That's the reason why I waited to the end, because we're talking about the Death Star again, <laughs> as I mentioned in the beginning. Um, the plans, you know, how they got their hands on on the schematics of the Death Star and, and that story and how that all played out. And I really enjoyed it and definitely liked the ending of seeing Vader and all that. So, yeah, I really liked uh, Rogue One. And that was, oh, crap. Crap, I should have numbered this. Okay. <laughs> okay, and number six. <laughs> I could have just paused this and while I count it. But um, at number six is Return of the Jedi. So, um, yeah. So, Return of the Jedi um, is number six. Um, I mean, at this point, um, I pretty much, I've, you know, I really like all of these films. I, like I've said before, I do like all these films. I like them. I watch them multiple times. But at this point, um, I like pretty much everything about Return of the Jedi except the Ewoks. So that's kind of what got it to that point, to to this place at number six. And no, at number five, it's The Last Jedi. Um, I really like The Last Jedi. Um, that's a, a pretty divisive uh, film in itself. Where you got some that hate it, some that love it. I don't care for the whole casino scene that they did. I thought they could have done something different um, in that. I'm not going to really get into that because that will go on another 10 minutes. Um, about, the, yeah, there was other things that could have been done that I, um, that I didn't care for that particular scene. So that's, that is the one thing that, that stands out is a, a knock as far as why I don't like uh, why Je- Last Jedi will be in this um, at number five. Um, and so at number four is Rise of Skywalker, the most recent episode nine. Um, I thought it was, I really enjoyed it. I watched it like, I don't know how many times in the, in the theater. <laughs> oh man. Remember going to the theaters, <laughs> but um, yeah. So um, I, I, I mean, there were some things that I, I guess, I mean, I liked pretty much most of the movie. Uh, it just, something just kind of felt like it was out of place, <laughs> which I, like, again, I'm not going to, I get into that when we have the in-depth talk about these, which I tell you, if, if we go down all these films, it's probably going to be like a three hour episode, which I had to break up again, like I did before. Anyway. Number three is the Force Awakens, and the the introduction of the new characters like Ray, Poe, Finn, and also on top of having Han, you know, Han Solo, and seeing the Millennium Falcon, and being so long since their since the last Star Wars film, the 
Force Awakens, even though I know a lot of people just basically say nothing but a new hope, <laughs> um, just a just a redo of it, a remake of the, of a new hope. In a lot of cases, it feels that way, which that's fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's uh, number three and number two. Now, if you've been listening to this so far, one, thank you. And but um, number two is Empire Strikes Back. So I know for a lot of people, a lot of Star Wars fans, Empire Strikes Back is their number one. For me, it's my number two. So I, so it's not like I don't like it. <laughs> I, I definitely like like Empire Strikes Back. It's just not my number one. And I'm not even finna get into all that because we're gonna go straight into the number one. It's Revenge of the Sith. Episode three. That is my all-time favorite. It's the one I watched the most of all the Star Wars films. It's the one that I've seen more than any. It's a Revenge of the Sith. And watching, spoiler alert for people who haven't seen any of these films. I'm just going to let you know about this part, about watching Anakin Skywalker make his transition into being Darth Vader, which is pretty much at the end. So like I said, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but film's been out over 20 years so but um um so yeah so that's number one that's my list of star wars films so i just want to say we had i think this is the longest episode <laughs> uh of trend chat which is something which is funny because it's it's been just me <laughs> so, so um i just want to appreciate everyone that is listening if you've been listening you know to this point we're at the 70 minute mark thank you i i truly appreciate you listening and i will say again like share subscribe and just yeah i I just can't say how much i appreciate you listening how you know as far as whether you're going to um, my podcast partners you know uh, trumpmug.com 1776united.com and col1972.com we, you know, thank you for for going in, going to their websites and buying their products, using the code Trenchat at all of them. <laughs> so, um, just want to say, you know, again, I thank you. And so, in the last couple of seconds, we're gonna get down to thanking the international and across the board, you know, across the country. So, ninety five percent United States, obviously, one percent in the United Kingdom. Another 1% in France, another 1% in Estonia again, another 1% in Brazil, another 1% in Belgium. So, again, I'm just surprised by that. And in the United States, Miami, Florida, Fort Worth, Allen, Lincoln, Nebraska, Childress, uh, Childress, Texas, Cisco, Texas, Rochester, Minnesota, Buffalo, New York, Avalon Lake, Ohio, Grapevine, Texas. Thank you all. Until next time, we'll chat with you later. Since we've been stuck inside, most of us have been neglecting our hair a bit. 
Trust me, I totally get it. But now with the world reopening, we're meeting with friends, going to events, and it's time to bring our hair back to top form. Rejuvenate your hair with the revolutionary dual ion therapy of Smooth Wrap. The Conair Smooth Wrap hair dryer is designed to help restore the natural balance of your hair while giving you frizz-free volume and shine in less time. The Conair Smooth Wrap also features a powerful and lightweight high-torque motor, giving you more freedom to create the different hairstyles that you like. And unlike most hair dryers, the Conair Smooth Wrap features an incredible six different heat and speed combinations, allowing it to effectively work with all different hair types. Bring your hair back to life with the power of dual ion therapy. Go to Amazon.com and search Conair Smooth Wrap to order yours today. When it comes to working at GEICO, our best advocates are our employees, like Maxine. But since she's so focused on growing her career, we hired an actor to read her story. At GEICO, I love mentoring the new associates to help them make this a career and not just a job. And with new opportunities and job stability, GEICO has been helping people grow their careers for over 75 years. The only downside? She still hasn't met the gecko. Where are you, fella? Ready to start your career, Fredericksburg? We're hiring claim sales and service agents. Apply online today at geico.job slash Fredericksburg.